0: All right, all right, boys. I have I have a question for you guys, um, and this is because today I happen to have eaten a, a, a eaten ate. I happen to have eaten yep, a bagel. Yep, eaten a bagel. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> uh, today, I, uh, yeah. So I, I ate a bagel, and um, as I was eating it, I was for some reason thinking about you guys and thinking about oh. the bagel, and I for, when I imagined bagels before because this is not a common type of food where I'm at. Um, I always thought it was like a bun. But huh. it has like the hole in the middle. Yes. What is the purpose of the <laughs> hole in the middle of the bagel? Doesn't that just reduce the structural integrity of it for sandwiches? I don't
1: understand That's a the point. Freudian question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, as yeah. far as structural
2: integrity goes, bagels are pretty pretty high up there because they're mm. boiled, so they're pretty stiff. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I wouldn't personally use it as like a sandwich. A lot of people will do like half a bagel with cream cheese, and some people do mm-hmm. like fancy stuff like salmon on it. Um, mm. but yeah, it's uh, it's like a um, it's a Jewish food originally. I think it came from from Poland, um, mm. or or Germany. It's it's very popular in both Poland and Germany today, at least, mm. and now all over the world. I would say mostly, uh, it, it's kind of gotten a foothold. But yeah, super popular here in the states. It's uh, it's boiled and then it's baked mm. after that. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty pretty rigid. I uh, don't <laughs> not a bun <laughs> but like a roll, I guess. See, yeah, yeah.
0: This is the thing. Like the the, the difficulty in, cat- in categorization was actually. <laughs> like, I don't want to say it made me angry, but it did for some reason. It annoyed what me What are while you I was eating? It. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is it? Why? But yeah, um, and for sure the the place I went, I went to, like a semi-trendy fucking sandwich place, that made it, uh, and uh, they went full on like ethnic with it. There was like half veggies and like oh, lots wow. of very seasoned chicken and. Um, other stuff, so it was like spilling out from the edges, and that's why I wondered: this hole isn't making shit easier because shit falls through the hole as well as from the side. When, when you put something on
1: the bagel, the hole no longer makes sense because it wasn't the m- hole created. And no, I'm not going to make a dick and pussy joke. Wasn't it created to <laughs> so you can put a shit ton of bagels on the stick and you can walk around the street and sell the bagels, right? But then, if we're not putting it on a stick through the hole, mm. uh, and we're putting stuff on the bagel, you can no longer put it on the stick. So, why mm. do you keep the whole? Mm. Why not just use two different buns when you're creating your sandwich? Important yes.
2: questions I think there's a there's a market here for holeless bagels, <laughs> boys. I think we found yeah.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so donate to the patreon and uh, you guys will get everybody will be sent. A uh, Hakeem Probably half rotten By the time it arrives to you <laughs> A holeless bagel Which is basically Just a fucking bun <laughs> Sorry Governor, You're going
1: to say no, no, Of course I'm going to make this About capitalism But if the free mm. market Actually worked properly The bagel With a hole inside of it Used Instead of a bun Would at this point Be obsolete Because you have less bread And it's very unpractical Etc et But the market doesn't work that way And just because It's a gimmick And you can feel like You're eating something uh, More high-end than just something between two buns it uh, it still exists so the bagel debunks capitalism basically mm. because it exists beautiful all right, i looked go, it up boys you... i
2: looked up why does a bagel have a hole and it says <laughs> the hole in the middle of the bagel allows it to have a larger surface area making it easier to uh-huh. consistently cook the bagel all the way through this is important right, because bagel science. dough can be incredibly thick which would make it difficult to know if the center was cooked completely if
0: the hole was not there i see all right. This seems like something that could still be fixed with human <laughs> yeah. ingenuity. <This> seems like.
2: <laughs> there are many, many other breads that are baked yeah. properly
0: without holes. Um, that being said, I also had an interesting... Uh, like, not to bore people with my fucking patient stories, but this is the first time I've seen this, so I thought I would, you know, uh, inform the public. Uh, so a guy comes in uh, to the emergency ward um for a, a nasty infection basically mm. yeah but he's like he's completely unaffected but th- th- all the labs came back really fucked up
1: all the labs means all the results the tests yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the
0: the the blood blood results exactly mm-hmm. um and uh, the when you uh, when i looked at his data one of the things that was there was his weight and it was like 130 kilos or something and i was like oh okay so he's a larger set gentleman mm. um and then when i met this dude i he was built i mentioned this fucking this uh, state he was built like a brick shit house. This was this <laughs> dude was just muscle. There was I don't think there was even a human being there, right? Um, but th- that's not why uh, he was interesting. What was interesting is he tested positive for every single drug ever. This is like, <laughs> like I, I, let me let me just give you a short list of the things. We thought that the machines had broken. We thought that there was something wrong. Wow. Um, but no, everything was fine. He tested positive for opioids. He tested positive for uh, meth. He tested, or amphetamine specifically. He tested positive for cocaine. He tested positive for benzos. Um, he tested positive for like, any name it. He tested positive for. It's the thing. I sent. I sent actually a picture to a, a friend of mine, and the list is just like positive, positive, positive. It's like ten things. Come on, that has to um, be a mistake.
1: And, what the fuck? And you say yeah, he no, looks no, super thought, fit. He looks like a massive fucking destroyer of yeah. worlds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Turns out no this guy he he is a a long-term abuser uh of drugs uh who claims to have been clean recently. By the uh-huh. way these blood tests weren't the ones we did today uh, the 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 drug tests. These are drug tests from a little while back, but you just see them in the list uh regardless. Um and uh, he claims to have been clean for a while. I don't know. We didn't take new uh, uh tests, but I just looked at it. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is very very interesting to see. But what was even more interesting is a dude who's such a chronic abuser of drugs is like he must be on steroids too. I mean, if he takes all the other stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he why probably not? Takes steroids. Why stop there? <laughs> why stop there? Because I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, but, but other, because otherwise there's, it's a physical impossibility for him to, unless short of like, God like genetics. Fuck me, but yeah. (laughs) Um, so that was a very interesting encounter. Um, Maybe he just yes. came
1: after a very fucked up weekend. Maybe he like doesn't do it on the regular. Just yeah. like that specific no, no, no. weekend it's, it's, right it's after his I need to go get my it fucking does blood written. <laughs> yeah, there's all of them Let's <laughs> once. Like, <laughs> let's see, let's see the face fucking... on the fucking uh, <laughs> doctor. No, he knows that you actually got a podcast. So he gulped himself yeah. up to go and talk to you so that he can become a oh, story man. and forever be written in the annals yeah, <laughs> you know, of the program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's,
0: this fucking shit old podcast, <laughs> I mean, hey. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I hope he was uh, he was happy. Um. So that's it. Yeah. That's one. And number two, I think I mentioned this last time. I, I met an American. I had an American patient who was consulted. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Yeah, this yeah. The honest. guy who said, yeah, "Oh crud." Yeah. Yeah, he was like, "Oh crud." And uh what's a uh, um, son of a gun <laughs> shit yeah, like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, other one other than that, sadly no. No no other interesting uh patients. I apologize. These are my oh, two really? stories for today. I hope they've in thoroughly enriched your 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 fucking commutes to work or whatever people do when listening to this. Um <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Hakim. Actually, I just remember the You're story.
1: Welcome. You're, You're welcome, like, my children. In, uh, in the previous episode, I was in Greece. In this episode, I'm back in the country I'm, uh, I originally usually live in. And uh, on the border, there was a massive wait time, basically, mm. from cars of people that are Coming back from vacation And there was only one line that was opened And some guy with A uh, you know, very small head on his shoulders Decided to cut uh, Like over 30 oh, people Lord. Over 30 cars Which is probably around 100 mm-hmm. people And go to the front of the line Some idiot in the front of the line Actually let him cut in And after Whoa. everyone saw that People started to do what? lose Number one, lose their <laughs> shit because of the injustice Or number two, try to cut the line as well and everybody was tolerating One, two, three cars When they started slowly moving Into the right lane And then driving all the way down In order to potentially cut in front Until one very, very short Very chubby Very aggressive, bold uh, uh, I believe he was Romanian man Exited his car And literally stood in front Of like 20 vehicles It was a Tiananmen Square uh, But on Greece board Big boulder Type of fucking situation And when uh, when. A lot of other people saw that they were very inspired. They obviously got out Mm. of their cars. Then people started, uh, the ones that were trying to cut, started getting out of their cars. And this became like a mini... Uh, fight between 50 60 year old versions of their respective countries there were Serbs (laughs) there there were Romanians there there were Greeks there there were Germans there there were Brits there everybody shouting in their own language and it's especially beautiful (laughs) when you understand most of them and they're like this shit is pretty (laughs) ingenious up until you know the first guy tried to uh, try to punch the second guy I believe it was a German gentleman trying to punch a younger younger Greek dude the Greek dude just Mm. moved out of the way and looked right in the face (laughs) like what the fuck are you trying to do get back in your fucking car and turn around and then they awkwardly slowly Slowly had to pull back because the road is extremely tight and go to, uh. the, to the back of the line. It was so fucking satisfying. Everybody started honking their cars, <laughs> honking, uh, honking, pressing the honk on their car and like applauding out of the window. So, uh, so I guess a metaphor for how even. Uh, Tiny bold chubby uh, chubby Romanian dudes can start up uh revolution, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you witness
0: the you witness the drunk international <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, you made it out in one piece. I'm glad that you didn't get out of the car and start start fucking people. Yeah. up
1: <laughs> I, I was thinking oh, yeah. about it, but everybody was like much older than me, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be that guy anymore. Uh, yeah, even though they're older yeah, than me, and they should be wiser. But no, nah, no. Nah, respect to the dude for stopping it. Not nah, b- b- big balls hey. on him. That we shouldn't have just stood by and see that that fucking. You know, the assholes getting away with uh, not eh, doing their time. But no Turks this time, huh? No, no Turks. Actually, that's exactly what I said. I was like, if the Turks were were here, they would have fucking massacred everybody that was trying to (laughs) pass These these motherfuckers (laughs) carry bricks in their cars for when they're waiting on borders. And you're trying to pass it, and there's like literally hundreds of cars to your left, and just a brick flies through your car. And nobody's going to snitch on who threw the fucking brick. And you're just sitting there with glass in your your fucking arms, understanding just how stupid you're behaving. Uh, (laughs) Same can happen if you see a bunch of... uh, trucks parked one behind another waiting for something or just parked because they're chilling never drive very quickly past them because you know that's basically where they live for like seven weeks when they're on the road so they are very annoyed by this and sometimes they can be downstairs talking having a cigarette making barbecue or whatever and you can get a brick through your window as well in case you're in my part of the world and speeding past them so just be respectful to people who are waiting for shit because you've also waited for shit and it's arguably one of the most annoying feelings you can you can get so uh let's not blame people for being easily irritable
2: yes wait for things unless you are ugopnik getting your gun license renewed yes (laughs) in which case bribe the person and do not
1: follow any of my advice
0: Everybody and welcome back to the deep program. Today we're going to be doing something a bit lighter. Uh, we've had the two episodes which were very theory heavy. It was a lot of quotes. It was uh, a little bit boring, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you did seem to enjoy it. Um, but uh, we thought maybe today we can do something slightly more uh, relaxed, something more chill, uh, maybe a little bit more funny. Uh, let's hope. Anyways, um, today's uh, topic at hand is in uh, what's it called? An iceberg. If, if you're on if you're not aware what that is, it's basically. Um, a bunch of things that get increasingly more, uh, increasingly more uh, obscure as you go down the tiers. Um, at the very top level, there's you know stuff that more people know about. The deeper you go, the more you know, uh, yeah, obscure. Basically, the, mm-hmm. the the ideas or subjects or topics are. Um, this is something I covered in a recent video, actually, but I I did the only the lowest tier today. We're going to be going through the top tiers because there's a lot to talk about, and um, I think for a lot of people, there's some stuff they didn't know. Uh, so we can just chat shit about that. Anything to add, boys? no
2: i um didn't know what this was for the longest time i kept seeing it on twitter i'm like what are these people why are there these words on this iceberg what what does this mean (laughs) um
0: so thank you for explaining it to to boomer me all right Um, nothing nothing but love for boomer jt (laughs) Uh, now please bring more fucking graham crackers or whatever the fuck are graham crackers are wait, are these saltine crackers what's the difference
2: i don't know what the so, fucking difference is the big difference uh, saltine okay. cracker is like a it's just a, pl- a very plain cracker with a little bit of salt on top
1: but it has uh, salt right we finally have yes. to okay that's fucking salt <laughs> i got in a fight with an american in greece over
2: this shit so it has salt okay
1: <laughs> yes and. yeah it's got
2: some little little salt crystals on it usually i'm sure there mm. are some off brands that don't but saltines do have salt (laughs) Um, jesus okay let's see what was the other graham crackers yeah graham crackers are like it's sweet um it's like you
0: fucking americans why (laughs) it's a fucking (laughs) cracker it's supposed to be savory okay Uh, okay fine 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 it's
2: probably you'd call i don't know the the brits would probably call it a biscuit i don't know it's like it's yeah it's a sweet bread thing yeah graham oh it's a graham not a gram
0: uh-huh okay yeah yeah Uh, yeah. Sweet-flavored cracker <laughs> made with graham flour. Uh-huh, so it's a special type of flour, too. All right. I didn't know that. That is new. Usually me. honey or cinnamon-flavored, and is used as an ingredient. Mother- this, this, no, I'm not going to lie. This looks like some fucking Great Depression shit. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Hold on. I'm just They're gonna. pretty good. Uh huh. Sylvester Graham was the one who, uh, part of the temperance movement. Okay. All right. So semi based. All right. Beautiful. And it's used to make moon pies. <laughs> no fuck is moon pie? <laughs> it's an American confection popular across the United States. It consists of two round graham cookies with marshmallow filling. Oh, my lord. Oh, it's fucking, it's dipped in shit, too. Of course. It is. <laughs> dipped in chocolate. Thank you very much. All I think. Right, okay. Oh, uh, yes. That yes, sounds like a s'more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why uh, are they called moon pies? yeah that's I I was just gonna ask isn't that just basically a fucking s'more Um, yeah we have to get to the bottom of this (laughs) yeah well there was a national uh, excuse me a national biscuit company that was shortened to Nabisco which is kind of cute well which is now fucking owned by Mondelez of course it is fucking capitalism Uh, anyways okay let's let's get back to it hold on hold on (laughs) <laughs> it was considered, oh, listen Listen to this, uh, the the guy, the Sylvester Graham, he believed that minimizing pleasure and stimul- stimulation of all kinds, including the prevention of masturbation, coupled with a vegetarian diet anchored by bread, made from wheat, coarsely ground at home, was how God intended people to live, and that following, <laughs> and that following this natural law would keep people healthy. His preaching was take, uh, taken up widely in the midst of the 1829 to 1851 cholera pandemic. <laughs> That's a, a lengthy period, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was a global thing. All right, then. Okay, um, that's enough about fucking graham crackers. Uh, back to the topic at hand, the stupid <laughs> iceberg. Um, the the very first entry uh, into this is one that's just titled Anarchists Sparked World War One." Excuse me, I can't fucking speak today. If I'm a bit slower today, I'm, con- I'm coming off a fucking night shift. I haven't slept at all, so excuse me. Excuse me if I slur my words a bit more. Um, yes, so the general idea of this one is the concept or... The, the belief that some of the people who took part in the assass- assassination of uh, uh, Franz Ferdinand, the Archduke of uh, Austria, um, were anarchists or had taken part in some anarchist meetings and whatnot. Uh, and as a result, then, this is kind of like yeah, the idea being like, oh, since they were anarchists, then anarchists started World War One, which is not really that true because even the the, the guy who actually pulled uh, the trigger, um, uh, Prince of Gavrilo, Prisip, Gavrilo
1: Princip, baby represent <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah
0: i mean hey any any progressive yugoslav nationalism on four so um <laughs> 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 uh but yeah uh he wasn't actually an anarchist, he happened to have read ooh many anarchistic socialistic nationalistic pamphlets and all that nonsense uh but that doesn't make you a, a yeah so uh, have a we yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly right doesn't make you an anarchist <laughs> um but yeah do you know something i love is that the he was interviewed by Freud apparently, and Freud no, kept no, trying no, no. to do this like weird, um, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, oh, he fell in love with some like teenager, and that kind of mixed with his l- love for his country and his like the sexual expression of his love was the assassination. <laughs> like very <laughs> I stupid was, shit. I thought it was Freud's buddy. Um, yeah, it yeah, it wasn't it was two Freud. People, yes, it wasn't Freud. Exactly. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh,
1: Doctor Pappenheim.
0: Right, you're correct, my bad, excuse me, but it's that the 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 trend of thought is similar um the same the same weird analysis where it's like, yeah, yeah, you want to stick your dick in somebody, uh, but it didn't work out, so you went and shot somebody, and that was a manifestation of the uh of the um Yes, yeah, psychologists but... <laughs> trying to
1: understand political and ideological thought is always very entertaining because they always have to stick to their source material, which is very limiting when it comes to geopolitics. But Gavrilo Princip like, is a relatively complicated figure for the uh, very short life that he had led. Um, but at the end of the day, he... Uh, was an interesting uh, political uh, creature because we don't necessarily see many people of similar political outlooks today, which are basically very simple. Whatever can bring uh, anti-imperialism to all the enslaved Slavic peoples under uh, Austro-Hungarian rule is one which I would support. So basically a national liberation Uh, idealist who on the other who on one hand and on the other hand one who would uh, basically agree with any sort of ideological current which would allow for said liberation uh, to occur. And we potentially do still see such like uh, wide tent uh, movements in places like, uh, I don't know, uh, Palestine, et cetera, et cetera, where, you know, the, the, the struggle unites a relatively large uh, large uh, group of people uh, A large number of groups who have the same goal at the end of the day, maybe not the same. Uh, methods and maybe not the same long-term goals. But as long as the short-term goals are there, they'll be fine. And the whole group, including Gavrilo Princip, had some which were uh, more uh, uh, ideologically indoctrinated, as liberals would say, and just smart dudes as we would say. Uh, But Gavrilo himself uh, definitely uh, still on the fence, which is normal for somebody that young. I think all of us were on the fence back then. But Dude, he was 19 when all this shit happened. Exactly, yeah, I'm but, completely
0: unsurprised. But now. it's so
1: interesting that, like, uh, like uh, he wasn't radical enough to choose one of the ideologies, but was radical enough to pop a cap in a fucking emperor's head, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Beyond base. Imagine watching the
0: fallout from prison, like hearing about the what happened since he pulled the trigger. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is something I've always disliked about the liberal narrative of World War One is that, oh, yeah, the, uh, the assassination yeah, the of the Archduke. Yeah, yeah oh. and it's like, you're, you guys are so fucking stupid. No, this is not it. There was... The, the, if it was you, brewing I, for a long time, yeah. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. And there is a very good uh, case for a Marxist analysis of the usual stuff, like expansion of markets within the european community at the time before there was any extended concept of imperialism at least the way that lenin formulated it was just kind of beginning uh at the point especially for the quote-unquote lesser european countries um so that makes a lot more sense when you analyze it from that aspect this expansionism, or expansionism excuse me um but uh, to then just pin it on this one guy right yeah. um if he That's didn't do it yeah Yeah, because the assassination of somebody else would have probably, ooh, sparked it. Somebody took a shit the wrong time of fucking day and would have sparked it. This is not, you know... I mean, the Balkans had two wars prior to this, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um... It was slightly more complicated, can we say. One quote that's pretty cool, it's actually on the thing uh, that I sent you guys, um, from um, Gavita, he said, Our ghosts will walk through Vienna and roam through the palace, frightening the lords. Which, that's very metal.
1: That is super metal. You can see that graffiti all over Bosnia and Serbia. It is extremely metal and uh yeah i really like it and i'm a, i'm kind of like a, a not ultra fan but kind of a fan of mm. uh, no of but i get movie. it yeah no it, it, it's, but, but uh... it, it it speaks to the audacity of my people's
0: yeah yeah. 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 i was going to actually ask you gopnik uh is there <laughs> is there any anti austrian or like some austrian hate still <laughs> uh, in the balkans or is that not uh...
1: we colonized those motherfuckers like i think uh, <laughs> like half of vienna <laughs> has like signs in serbo croatian and like Everybody's fucking Serbo-Croatian We just We were like Okay uh, Our revenge (laughs) for uh, Literally Serbia Lost (laughs) half of its Entire male population During World War 1 Half uh, and it refused to capitulate uh, and uh, it's king together with a uh, shit ton of uh, the population, which could actually migrate, migrated for over six months over Albania and then over to Greece, after which they uh, stormed uh, back into into the country towards the end of World War One, helping uh, liberate their own households, et etc et cetera. But uh uh, yeah, after the, the way we got revenge back for uh, they got revenge back for uh, half of their male population being exterminated is by going and taking uh, Viennese jobs and marrying their wives and <laughs> the classical, oh, my God, the damn immigrants incoming uh, experience. So, yeah, we ended up winning. That's that's my answer. Yeah,
0: there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Moving on, I think uh, that's uh, enough about that because it's a fairly well known thing. Um, something that may maybe not as many people know about, uh, titled the Dennis Rodman DPRK <laughs> or Dennis Rodman in North Korea. Uh, for those who don't know who Dennis Rodman is, which is basically everybody outside the US, um, Dennis Rodman is apparently a very famous former American professional basketball player. Uh, he was also apparently very, very good at his craft. Um, the dude with, so that... with
1: a lot of the twos in the face and very weird piercings yeah. all over and very yeah. like.
0: A st- uh, Soul staring eyes. Yeah, I, I, yes, exactly right. <laughs> hey, I, I, if you you describe that to me, I still don't know what he looks like. I've seen pictures of him, I just, <laughs> uh, but in my mind's eye, it doesn't come forth. But um, that is, anyways. ladies
1: and gentlemen, how much research we do for this podcast.
0: <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> uh, hey, look, there's some people out there who probably have fucking ba- the, what what's it called the basketball cards, which is, or the fucking sports cards. This is something again I don't understand about Americans. Dude, well. you have, like, like please cards. just
1: Google him yeah. right now because you can't like. Okay. It's a big part of uh, him being That's very known wrong. how he looks like
0: I, i've seen yeah i've seen i've seen what he looks like
1: okay there's no i mean he looks like a, he, he looks like a yeah he looks cool yeah I mean, he looks very uh-huh. cool I, he looks very cool but like some of the outfits his... are like next fucking level but okay yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. i was just gonna say you no know, there's a, a, apparently recently he did some photo shoot he has some fucking he has orange hair and he has, like, yeah. some, yeah, man, the, 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 I, I respect it. Yeah, yeah, respect <laughs> the drip. Respect yeah. the
1: drip. I respect the piercings as well. Now he wears a lot less of them, I guess. But it used to be, I don't know, like, 20 of them on, on his face. Very distinct look for the 2000s. A fucking icon. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Guys, he's 60 years older. He's, he's actually slightly older. He's, hey, he 61, looks good for his age, yeah. too. Hey, why not? Why not? Um, and of course, the usual thing with uh, basketball players—the fucking tall is all shit. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, good for him. Anyways, my point being, it was good uh, for uh, at his job and all that. How he came into the the you know international stage, uh, especially politically, was um, his uh, relation to uh, North Korea, DPRK, and specifically to Kim Jong Un, who is the current leader um, of the uh, DPRK. Uh, He's made several visits prior. I think the first one was in 2013 or so, um, where it was basically like some sports exhibition stuff, basketball stuff. Um, And then when he came by to the DPRK, uh, it turns out that Kim Jong-un is a very big basketball fan and he enjoys watching it. And he's even played it uh, previously in his youth. Um, so they kind of meet up, and then they, I guess, just chat chat shit, which is very interesting. <laughs> you know something, I, again, most people don't realize? Kim, Jong, Kim Jong-un Kim is very young. This guy's born, I think, 80. Yeah, he's born 83. Yeah, he's a millennial. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly right he's 39 years old um, so in 2013 um, yeah that was nearly 10 years ago yeah my god this guy was in his fucking uh, he, yeah he was a young dude so I can imagine how you know aside from the, the, the complexities and the stress of running uh, a country that's sanctioned by the number one uh, military uh, power in the world um, he must probably be a fun guy to, to chat with <laughs> uh, anyways so Dennis Rodman he goes over to the DPRK D- D- he meets up with him uh, and uh, afterwards after some discu- discussions he says oh yeah Yeah, uh, Kim Jong-un, he's a friend for life now. He's just a cool... He's a jolly old guy, uh, which we on this program also agree with. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Do you know something I like about this thing? Because he went back and forth with the visits several times. Um and uh, every single time he's went uh, went and came back, he always drops a comment where he's like, "Hey, yeah, Obama should give him a call," yeah, <laughs> or like, yeah. "Oh, you know what? <laughs> like, yeah, the president should, yeah, you you should like send the text or something. You should kind of like <laughs> <You guys need laughs> try Trent, to cool yeah. down with it." Yeah, exactly. look, he doesn't like, Which...
1: like. He he obviously likes black dudes, mate, Obama and you like also like uh, basketball. Obama, come on, hit him up, hit him up. It's like out of his comments. No,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know something that's also fairly chill with this guy uh, is uh, because the the American government realized that um, uh, Kim Jong-un likes him uh, or, you know, is a fan ambassador or whatever. He became kind of like a goodwill ambassador for the U.S. And he went over to negotiate two times also for uh, a bunch of dumb fuck Americans that go over to DPRK and do stupid shit. Either they steal stuff or they, you know, they're like, oh, uh, North Koreans don't know about Jesus. Here fucking Bibles for everyone, despite the fact that there's there's even a Christian uh, party. In the what's it called? Um, uh, in the uh, United Front uh, Coalition uh, that uh, is in the D- DPRK. So yes, there are churches. People know about fucking right. The people know what a Bible is. Um, <laughs> and there are also there's this one guy, uh, a guy named Kenneth Bay, who went over there trying to specifically, specifically set up some sort of like base of operations to overthrow the government, the, yeah. the North Korean government. And this guy who was then imprisoned um for by the way by the way if you were to do this in the us you're gonna yeah, you're done for it you're never seeing a fucking uh light of day again right this guy was imprisoned for 15 years uh in the dprk um afterwards he would have been released obviously um but uh when dennis rodman went over <clears throat> he negotiated and got him released like the next year or something yeah um which by the way is a very lenient sentence for what a piece of shit that person was Yes, and he did it for somebody else, too. Um, something that I like, also, there's a quote from Rodman about this where he says, My mission is to break the ice between hostile countries. Why it's been left to me to smooth things over, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking... Oh, my God. Another quote is uh, he says is, If I don't finish in the top three for the next Nobel uh, Peace Prize, something's seriously wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves himself. He's great. He adores himself. Yeah, yeah, but this is a fucking this is a vibe. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, one of the times when he went over, he got a bunch of gifts for um, uh, Kim Jong Un and his family. And one of the gifts that he got was Donald Trump's The Art yeah, of, the the deal, of the Deal, <laughs> which was signed, I think, by by Trump as well. Maybe. Uh, no, no, no. He, he gave him sign. He gave him signed jerseys. Now the the book itself wasn't signed, but that's funny. Number one, number two, which I thought was very cute, uh, is he got a little uh, Where's Waldo book for um, uh, Kim Jong Un's daughter. daughter. daughter yeah. Which, yeah, which is very very cute, uh, and he's apparently apparently like you know gone back and forth uh, a few more times and uh, a few people have been like oh he's he must be a CIA agent he must be this or that uh, and the american government has neither confirmed nor denied so, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, their this. specialty,
1: yeah. <laughs> this dude, like, two days ago was like, uh, send me to Russia. I'm going to save the basketball chick. I'm going to bring her back. I guess he's really <laughs> leaning into his uh, <laughs> world-saving uh, personality that he's building up. But, yeah, it's interesting. Like, now, maybe, like, the ego, egomania shit comes out of the fact that, you know, uh, everybody's telling you constantly that there's no talking to these uh, savage peoples of the North Korean Planes, and then you go, and obviously yes, because you're a superstar. But you get to interact with the leader of the country, and uh, you know he he treats you relatively well. So you then tell yourself, man, all these fucking presidents and diplomats, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm, I I can throw a fucking ball around, and I'm helping <laughs> do more for international relations with the state than everybody else combined. Which when I'm saying that, I'm not making fun of Dennis. I'm making fun of everybody. I mean, if the, if this coup can. <laughs> relatively stabilize the whole situation uh not to stabilize the situation but if he can get a conversation going yeah. that means that uh professional politicians are actively being passive when it comes to starting the conversation on north korean to west relations
0: i like that yeah, actively being passive nice <laughs> Hey, but no doubt that, that is a thing. If if there's anything the U.S. government is good at doing, it's oh, absolutely being yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to look like they're doing something while
2: absolutely not doing anything. That's Such their a sub. that's their bread and butter.
1: Such as subs, being a sub is okay. Don't don't yeah. take, take on. <laughs> out of my mouth. Um, I should oh, know. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, moving swiftly on, the next entry is um, Jonestown Suicide, which is a...
1: Talk about a switch uh, in yeah. fucking <laughs> darkness.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, boy. Um, Alright, so this is something that's fairly known, so we're gonna like cover it very quickly. For people who don't know, in 1978, there was this guy called Jim Jones, who was a crazy dude right? He was, like, part evangelical, part, I guess, kind of lefty, but, it, uh, you know, he used, like, socialist terminology, but the extent of his commitment yeah. towards socialism is, isn't very clear. It seems like hippie stuff, like doing. utopian yeah. peace and love, yeah. Exactly right. That is exactly right. That's That was his stuff. Um, basically, what he wanted to do was he wanted to create some fucking commune and just have a bunch of people living there, man, fucking, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, growing pot and and then living some, like, yeah, communal fucking everybody-helps-everybody existence. Um, Exactly like JT said, the utopian garbage. Um, But in, I think it was, yeah, 1978, um, he was or 1977 or so, he was being investigated by the US for whatever reason, um, or at least he was paranoid of being investigated, even though there was an investigation going on. And he decided to pack up his bags and with uh, some of his followers and go to Guyana, uh, in which he kind of like took a plot of land and just named it Jonestown after himself, (laughs) which is very, very, you know, very... (laughs) Normal. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is the, the, you know, uh, absolutely uh, balanced behavior. This man is completely stable. Um, But yeah, I'm Stalingrad. Uh You know, actually, Uh uh, Leningrad. (laughs) uh, Actually, for for posterity's sake, because there are people listening who don't know, um, Stalin actively refused and fought against every single naming of anything after him ever every single time Um, and it was uh, usually just voted through uh, despite his strong um, what's it called? Uh, Protests. Protests. The one thing he did manage to shoot down was the renaming of Moscow which was going to be Stalinodar, which basically means gift of Stalin um, which they wanted to do and (laughs) he was like That would be a bad look Oh my god (laughs) that would be a bad look He was like yeah, he was like, "No, stop it." Um, but like oh, yeah, with the uh, with the first
1: one, with the first one, he was like, "No, stop it, don't name, come on, But with the second one, like, guys, oh come on, Jesus, one is enough. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> but um, so yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Joe by the way, um,
0: JT, uh, JT, can you please remind me what the capital of your of your uh, country is? Um, oh, I'm having a hard time thinking. Mm. What was it again? Mm, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I'm oh, sure oh, we didn't name it after anybody (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. there's also a state which is like it has a very similar name you know ah probably unrelated scratching my name (laughs) Uh, also on Iran like how basically every person in that fucking white people club that was the, the, the 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 founding of, of uh, your lovely country, JT. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'll hold my words. Yeah, um, <laughs> their their names fucking litter the, the, the map everywhere. Of the US. everywhere. Uh, aren't there like hundreds of fucking cities uh, called Lafayette, for example? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. all of them. And Washington, Streets and everything. And Jefferson. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We have exactly right. I mean, we've got uh, here in
2: Texas, we've got uh, Reagan everywhere, we've got Bush everywhere, we've got George yeah. W. Bush do, Turnpike. Do, do, or George, yeah, actually yeah. no, it's not not George W. It's it's the original Bush, uh, George Bush Turnpike.
0: Yeah, whatever. All, all these will be fucking torn down after yeah. the revolution. So it'll be. they'll all be renamed to fucking Stalinada. The- <laughs> <laughs> <afterwards. laughs> Every city will be called Stalin. <laughs> Anyways, back to the the fucking thing. So a bunch of people. So he, uh, this guy got paranoid and put a bun like rat poison or some shit in the uh, what's it called Kool Aid that they all drank. Um, and then nine hundred people died it is really it 's not that interesting. Many of these people were forced to to, to basically commit suicide at gunpoint. Many yeah. of them also escaped into the forest. Um, like 900 people cr- died.
2: That was yeah. a lot of people. But also, yeah. uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that he was investigated by like a congressman, and and some people flew over, and then they one dude tried to stab the congressman. They left. They went to get on their planes, and then Jones had sent a like a hit squad to the mm-hmm. airstrip to murder the people before they left. So he had a, a U.S. congressman killed and uh, his his buddies that came with him too. So pretty wild. Mm
1: and it's like main main mechanism main mechanism of like defense for some fucking reason was like everybody just suicides like this was like yeah. planned like they did a pro- Premeditated practice Of how to quickly Whack yourself uh, In case They find us For like months Before this actually Happens Yeah what, well, like, I, Of course Cults We all know Relatively how they look Like or how they work And we could even Have an episode on it But it just sounds stupid Like like Shoot at whoever's coming Why do you just Whack yourself What yeah. a, a form of pacifism But is it really pacifism When half of the people Whacking themselves Have a fucking gun On to their head <laughs> Like yeah. Just- Jones was just nuts. I mean, it was—he
2: called it a revolutionary act to have all his followers kill themselves, which was just mm-hmm. bizarre.
0: Yeah, he—he uh, he was very mentally ill, and he was also addicted to several drugs, and was probably paranoid and also hallucinating as a result of um, the the fucking mixtures that he was taking, yeah. uh, the cocktails that he was using. So it's completely not surprising that he ended up doing what he did. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, an, an interesting episode of American history, I guess. Um, but it's fairly well known about the, By the way, I just want to say... Um... Uh, when doing the research for this there was like a related article um, but also from the era kind of um, about some guy that was basically uh, held hostage in Lebanon um, during the what's it called the um, uh, short term um, American involvement uh, around the civil war era, uh, era of, in, in Lebanon it's a very fucking confusing timeline but basically I want to just read one little like sentence which is oh um, uh, the hostages were taken to serve as insurance against retaliation against Hezbollah which was thought to be responsible for the killing of over 300 Americans in the marine barracks in Beirut. What are 300 Americans doing in... Like, the, the fuck... Uh, oh, 300 Americans in the marine barracks. So, 300 American soldiers is what you're saying. During yeah. an active military conflict, there were members of another army in your country and they were killed. The fucking... The twisting of the words is so fucking... Oh, yeah. well, no. Yeah. Ooh, bullet
1: hit me. Oh, but why? Oh, oh man, yeah. where are him? Oh.
0: <laughs> it is widely believed that Iran and Syria also took place... Uh, took a... Uh, played a role in the kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah, good for them, okay? Jeez. <laughs> Fuck. The, uh, one very easy way to get not, not get kidnapped as uh, an American. Uh, don't be in a fucking active war zone, all right? Yeah. Is that really that hard? To... By the way, the guy who was kidnapped was trying to be a fucking missionary. The dude was going to arguably the most Christian Arab country trying to... <laughs> 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 fucking idiots, I swear. <laughs> Anyways... um the next, uh, what's it called? Uh, installment in this very, this messy shit show of an episode. I really yeah. do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 ah, oh, these people fucking love it. It's fine. Is McCarthyism. I'm sure everybody knows what McCarthyism is, but I'm just going to give a very quick rundown. It is, uh, basically accusations of, uh, people who are being, oh, they're subversives. They're, uh, they've committed treason against the United States, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're communists or they're socialists or whatever the fuck. Basically red baiting to try to get people fired or, or imprisoned or worse. Uh, And it was something that happened basically during the 50s and extended well into the 80s within the US uh, in different uh, ways. Um, The uh, big meme of it, at least with the the McCarthy uh, or the McCarthyist era, is that the vast majority of the people who were accused uh, had actually nothing to do with communist influence or whatever the fuck. Most of them were like loose progressives. Uh, Like some of them, for example, were known to be like LGBT or some of them were known to be kind of more like, you know, active in the feminist movements of the like, like, oh, blacks are (laughs) humorous. Yeah. yeah Fucking exactly. <laughs> or yes, uh, that, that one of the things was like uh, one of the things that would put you up for suspicion is having too many "quote unquote" colored uh, friends. Jesus uh, <laughs> I didn't like that. Uh, America is just one big fucking. Like, like, it must like, have been even more itself, difficult honestly.
1: for racists back yeah. then because then they couldn't say, oh man, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Because <laughs> if yeah. you say, I have a black exactly friend, right. then you're a fucking yeah. commie, motherfucker. I'm, I'm not yeah. racist,
2: but I, I don't have any black friends. <laughs> black friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite part about this is, uh, by the way, the reason it's called McCarthy is because it's af- named after a fucking nobody senator that basically made a name for himself when he's like, I know 200 people in the military and the U.S. state average apparatus and the cia and the fbi who are card carrying uh, members of the communist party which by the way i thought that the united states is a free country and you can be espoused whatever beliefs you want but oh you know that's a fucking logical disconnect that americans never fucking managed to uh, at least liberals I never managed to fucking put two and two together around. Uh, And of course, it hit also lots of the people in creative fields uh, because those people tend to have uh, colored friends. (laughs) 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 uh, But yeah, so uh, it went into like the Hollywood aspect of uh, of things. There were some communists amongst them, some of them very outspoken communists. Others are just kind of, you know, um, like loose progressives, like I said. Um, There are a bunch of people also who are just kind of like accused of being communists because they couldn't do a better job of like terrorizing um, third world countries. Yeah. Um, so they're like low-level people in um, what's it called? Uh, certain military organizations within U- in the U.S. who are like, oh, you lost China uh, because Mao's millions of fucking you know, like the the communist uh, movement uh, in, in China and the millions of people that subscribe to uh, the ideology uh, ideology and joined the um, uh, Chinese Liberation, or the People's Li- Liberation Army, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all these people, you just no, no, it's, it's the one American guy that couldn't ke- uh, you know uh, keep uh, fucking what's it called yeah so that's uh that's uh another uh, stupid um, thing you can tell you can tell <laughs> i haven't fucking slept much can you <laughs> many apologies uh there's one thing that i want to add about it which by the way i think is very interesting because there's like a weird par- parallel to this day is that they uh there you can see some pamphlets of these uh oh keep america american fucking committee mm, bullshit yeah. which is uh urging people Oh, fight the communistic world government uh and the apparently the three what's it called the three-headed Um, demon of of, uh, communist world influences fluoridation of water, uh, the polio vaccine which they call the polio monkey serum and mental (laughs) hygiene
2: (laughs) (laughs) which uh, it's the same thing, I mean it's been recycled Mm. since then, we have not moved on past Mm. that, we've just relabeled stuff
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: literally yeah. this is absolutely no originality left I, I, I but whoever thought of it first probably had an inkling of it but to me like M- M- mccarthyism and in general the second red scare uh, i don't know why it's on the iceberg but for example the first red scare isn't because like i think 80 percent of people don't even know that there was an active movement in um Pushing people away from socialist ideas even before World War II started in the during the days of the inception of the Soviet Union, which is very important to note because usually people say, uh, "Oh, McCarthyism was necessary because." we, it wasn't that much against communism, but communism happened to be the ideology of the uh, expanding imperialist uh, enemy. So we needed to combat the ideology, which would create local traitors, anti-Americans who would fight on the side of the Soviet Union or whatever. Okay, decent argument, you stupid fuck. But when you look at the first uh, McCarthyism, (laughs) uh, before McCarthyism, when you look at the first uh, Red Scare, uh, like the, the Soviet Union was like a Blip on the map, a country that was building itself up and could not do absolutely anything to any outside state, let alone the United States. And yet uh, the first red scare was most definitely a uh, state policy which should tell us, again, that uh, it was an anti-ideological movement and that the Americans themselves, at least those on top, understood that capitalism uh, and the American, quote-unquote, way is incompatible with socialist ideas, not a fear of a Soviet Union. If the Soviet Union didn't even exist after World War II, there would still be uh, a red scare in the, in the U.S. because it's a natural progression of reactionary sentiment and declining economic uh, moods. Hmm.
0: Um, by the way um, what's it called just one thing which I find very funny because it's like uh, almost like a one-to-one parallel with uh, uh, modern like American uh, mostly conservatives usually is that the you know vaccination drives that were yeah. kind of like you mm-hmm. know picking up uh, around that uh, the, the era um, they were saying oh this is just another uh, like uh, what's it called uh, push for nationwide socialized medicine oh the horror <laughs> and there's like many of the many of the people uh, pushing your vaccination are ethnic Russians Ooh. oh my god don't protect <laughs> so my children from horrible (laughs) crippling diseases Mm. in in enemy hands it can destroy a whole generation that's the fucking tagline Uh, the the what's it called uh vaccines uh, or I mean like the what's called the health of children Yeah. Um, by the way I love the way they de- depict the fucking the, the American public uh, the uninformed public they depict it uh, as like a, a little girl and some like big skull with like three balls and it's like fluorated water <laughs> polio monkeys <serums, laughs> mental hygiene etc <laughs> et <cetera. laughs> I love the etc <laughs> the unholy three uh, uh, alright yeah So, yeah, so um, the communist world government, of course, uh, everybody listening has already already knows that it's uh, victorious. Uh, Of course, all of us are being paid here by the uh, International Committee of, uh, you know, communist propaganda
1: and the CBI serum
0: is being injected into your brain through your ears (laughs) as you listen right now. Exactly right. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, moving on from this uh, This is one that actually I, uh, Is a lot more fun actually to talk about uh, It is uh, simply titled Che Guevara t-shirt I'm not going to talk about that Because everybody knows that there are a lo- bunch of t-shirts With Che Guevara's face on it I'm going to talk about the image that you see hmm. uh, The image that you see uh, very commonly Is one titled uh, gr- uh, Fuck me, I can't spa- uh, pronounce Spanish to save my life uh, Guerrero Heroico I think nice. the double L is supposed to be a yeah. Y uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you the, the, the one gringo closest to Latin <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the podcast is so the one I can correct me no I do appreciate it thank you JT um but anyways what that translates to is the heroic guerrilla fighter um it was a picture taken in 1960 by Alberto Corda who has taken many other he's a Cuban photographer and many other beautiful uh photos of various revolutionary scenes particularly of Cuba but also all around the world um and it was a picture that was taken as a result of the um the the what's it called uh, a ship that was basically um exploded in the Havana bar in the harbor of, uh, of uh, Havana uh, and um although the United States continues to uh, what's it called uh, deny it it is on very good authority that this was a terrorist act committed by the United States government yeah. against Cuba um it is very clear it's it's crystal clear it's beyond all doubt that this was a terrorist act committed by the United States uh against Cuba um one of my favorite uh what's it called um anecdotes yeah that's the word in English um, from this uh, event in history was uh, at the time uh, Guevara was working in his office and when he got the uh, phone call that um, uh, the explosion happened he uh, got uh, in his like government car and rushed to the the scene and him being a physician by profession uh, immediately went to you know helping like yeah. the, the people who were uh, uh, injured and wounded and whatnot. and uh, everybody around him was like what the fuck you're Guevara get out of here There, you know this could be something part of something bigger your life could be in danger and he was like, fuck off. No, I'm here to, to serve the people. Um, so, yeah, he is uh, beyond Chad. I don't even yeah. have words. Uh, but anyways, um, the uh, what's it called? Um, one of my favorite anecdotes, also him helping, was uh, at one point he went onto the burning ship itself to help people off who, or to, to help um, uh, with the what's it called uh, to, to help tend to the wounded who happened to be uh, in the area. Because of the fucking explosion, you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So again, double the amount of chat. Um, Anyways, uh, the uh, photo has basically been um, reproduced millions of times, if not even more. um, And there are murals in basically every fucking city on Earth um, of uh, Guevara, of this particular image, uh, including all over Cuba. And my favorite part, as well, is um, since he was short, martyred, like not very long after this, um, that's kind of solidified this image as the one of you know this youthful, um, hopefully theoretically educated uh, rebellion against you know imperialism and capitalism, so uh, and so on, um, which is uh, yeah absolutely beautiful. It's even the tricontinental, um, what's called um, uh, poster, um, the tricontinental con- conference posters, which was I think a year after he died, uh, it was this image. Yeah, absolutely uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's a fair. There's several books actually t- um, category, uh, not category, categorized. That's the term, uh, or documenting the the use of the image and how it's shifted across time and whatnot by Michael Casey, which you can check out. Um, but yeah, that that's just a very very uh, inspiring photo. Um, and, uh, of course it was, uh, put out without any fucking copyright, uh, because, um, and I quote, uh, Castro, uh, it is a bourgeois, um, fantasy or something or bourgeois invention. He says something like that, um, about copyright, which is uh, also beyond based.
2: Yeah. Um, and. Because of that, it is the most widely reprinted image in history, apparently, and some people have mm. said that's the most famous or most recognizable uh, photo ever taken, which is really mm. cool, I think, mm. you know, because any way a person can, can learn about Guevara and, and the history of revolutionary struggle is a good thing. So whether that's from a t-shirt or a novelty mug or whatever they find that image on, that's a, that's a foot in the door. Mm, mm,
1: mm. It is, but it's also a representation of the commodification of struggle Absolutely, and yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. You know what I'm going to say?
2: Of course. Yeah. Actually, it was um. There the was a TV show. Yeah. There was a oh, what was it? There uh, was a sitcom. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah know and some guy mean, walks yeah, yeah, yeah. in and some bitch reacts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You know, he yeah. he killed my dog and ate my fucking children. Yeah, fucked my couch. Yeah. Took a shit oh my god, on takes my. Takes the shirt off and stomps it. on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. My yeah. god.
1: Yeah. very transparent
0: but very funny yeah. also by the way uh, the, the uh, what, what color were the people who were acting that oh yes mm. very very white mm, very very white Cuban uh, immigrant descendants I wonder why I wonder what, what what exactly did your family own before oh people <laughs> uh-huh okay that must be why <laughs> but yeah also uh, there's a, a whole lot of fucking bullshit around the the image which was tried they tried to twist it uh, where they would use the image and then they would put uh, the text on top of it that says um, the largest um, what's it called uh, the world's largest jail and implying that Cuba as an entire nation is just one large prison uh, which is hilarious coming from the country that actually has the largest (laughs) prison prison population (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah it's a great image he's a great person we should do a fucking give out episode we should I would love to I would love to Um, but yeah All right, uh, let's go a bit deeper. Um, I don't know. At first, I was like, "Oh, we're not gonna have, we're not gonna get through all these fucking." uh, I mean, at first, I thought we're gonna run out of the fucking tiers very quickly. We're not even out of the fucking first tier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're just now entering the second tier, so we're gonna like you know uh, hurry up a bit, I guess. Um, So tier number two is just cultural revolution. This is a huge topic. We're not gonna fucking touch it now. Um, But if you want to be like, if you're just interested, okay. um, uh, Around basically the period in the '60s and a bit longer up until Mao's death, um, there was a movement. Uh, that was launched that was basically kind of like a bottom-up movement but with approval from the top uh, echelon, particularly from Mao himself, uh, for the uh, formation of basically Red Guards and for the combating of uh, certain cultural influences but particularly capitalist influences within the party and within society as a whole. Um, the uh, Cultural Revolution has a very uh, mixed uh, image. In some things, it was very good. In some things, it was very bad. It's very good to actually approach it very in, in a nuanced way. If you're interested, then Rev Left Radio has a very good episode on the Cultural Revolution, which you can check out. Otherwise, we will probably down the line make a like you know a, a, a deep dive into it ourselves. But yeah, uh, interesting episode in Chinese history. Uh, by the way, whenever you read about it, they're going go, oh three hundred billion gorillion zillion fucking people dead, and I'm like uh, again, uh, do we have to do this shit every time? Yes, right. If you if you <laughs> yeah, exactly, if you're interested just for the TLDR, basically what they do, which is what they always do with socialist countries for no reason, is they take people who weren't ever born, basically like the they extrapolate um, fertility rates, and even though if there's any point. Point of hardship if it's revolution or reduced like grain outputs or something or famine or whatever the fuck uh, people don't have as many kids right but they still the the people who like you know uh, count these numbers um, they basically extrapolate from pre uh, like famine for example uh, fertility rates and be like oh um, there there were supposed to be forty million people born uh, between the in these twenty years but only like ten million people were born that means thirty million people died despite the fact that those thirty million people were never conceived let alone birthed and then yeah. killed. So, um, yeah, this is uh, the usual fucking bullshit. There's a very good uh, uh, monthly review article uh, titled Did Mao Really Kill Millions? If you're interested in it's like fucking 40 pages and it goes into all the wow. statistics of it, but it's interesting, yeah. Um, just so you know, it's, it, it takes five seconds to tell a lie and it takes fucking a 40 page yeah, yeah, article to exactly debunk the saying. bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. The next one is called Mandela Effect. Now, I think most people know what the Mandela Effect uh, as a term is. It's basically like a false memory. Um, It's when one person recalls something that didn't ever happen or recalls it differently from what actually happened and Mandela Effect is supposed to be uh, the idea that, oh, many people remember uh, something. Yeah. Um, And the way they use this is so fucking, the way they they, they try to rationalize like, oh, that means we can see into paranormal areas and and parallel universes. No, you're a dumb fuck, All right. (laughs) Bernstein versus Bernstein Bears is very easy to fucking mix up none of you are familiar with German and you were watching the show when you are fucking four years old no <laughs> wonder you confused an E for an A you dumb fuck but <laughs> the the reason it's called the Mandela effect is because one some stupid fucking I don't know what's her name um uh uh, journalist slash researcher uh, basically seemed to have uh, she claimed that uh, she had very vivid and detailed memories of uh, Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 80s despite the fact that he didn't die in, in prison in the 80s. He died in 2013 or so uh, and he's been by the, by the way thoroughly sanitized by the fucking liberal bullshit despite the fact yeah. that he was a radical Marxist which everybody seems to forget for some reason and he was also advocated for armed rebellion He was part of a communist uh, party et etc cetera, et cetera. so you know uh, the, the um, yeah, what's it called? Uh, whitewashing. The the, the the bullshit whitewashing is always so annoying. That's why I, r- I urge everybody to read, uh, what's it called? Uh, state in the Revolution, um, in which Lenin goes on, on his little tirade about how, you know, Marxist thinkers are like then sanitized and then canonized and then completely uh, have their radical message completely diluted to make them acceptable for a uh, liberal mainstream. But anyways, so she says that she remembered him dying in prison. And then uh, like 20 other people are like, oh, I think I remember something like that, too. Um, and that's, yeah, it was termed that way um yes by the way this lady was like oh perhaps thousands <laughs> have th- <laughs> uh, remember the same thing despite the fact that she never did any like study like yeah. surveys or something yeah she was just like ah oh, you know what what's a believable uh, believable number
1: um, nobody but, can tell right. me that the fucking monopoly guy didn't have a fucking monocle i don't give a fuck how unscientific the Mandela effect is <laughs> the monopoly guy had a fucking monocle now you're Wait, telling me he, never- he doesn't yeah
0: he doesn't Monopoly guy I'm looking this up <laughs> <laughs> I love it if Anytime anybody uh, What's it called uh, Types something out The yeah, first yeah. thing That comes out of the mouth Is the phonetic <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I love that so This is bullshit uh-huh. I don't believe it
1: <laughs> Absolutely You yeah, see Hakim, is, You will have no, enemies this No, is the first yeah, yeah, I, one. I, 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 hey, internal, one Internal Internal The program debate The Mandela effect <laughs> the Exists <laughs> It is true <laughs> We are being lied to For some reason Oh my god The supreme world government Is altering Tiny things Excuse on Excuse me The on the on game boxes and, and on the, and the cereal on the cereal boxes and like they made the Mona Lisa smile instead of being serious in the picture. Which by the way, dude, I don't. She's serious. She's smiling in the picture. She's not serious, like the Mona Lisa. I always saw soft yeah, smile. It's it,
0: it's, it's, a, it's it's a white like a, people smile. You know, yeah. it's, it's the waiter smile. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like, oh, like, can I get the check? Like, you know, it's like one of those, um, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing, by the way. Only in the, the only uh, what's it called? Uh, only. Uh, you know, actually, uh, maybe it's not fair to say only Americans do this. Probably a lot of, like, Western Europeans also do this. Uh, but only people of that particular heritage will come to your country, usually as soldiers. Um, and then when they see you, they'll do the waiter smile. Or no, the the, the asking for a waiter smile. You know when you yeah. kind of, like, roll <laughs> yes. your lips into your teeth? You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, motherfucker, how are explained? you uncomfortable in this situation? How you're in my fucking country. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> in fact, that's your long... Oh, my Lord. Anyway, so funny. Uh, (laughs) oh jeez but uh, Oh fuck my audio peaked I'm, Many apologies JT um, But uh, What was I gonna say Yeah the fucking Monopoly guy No you just assume Oh rich bourgeois Looking fucking Cartoon character Should have a fucking monocle Right It's, it's an assumption That's yeah, being yeah. Class conscious It's not You have a scheme not, uh, have a Mandela effect for... <laughs> Suck my dick Alright oh. See there you go See you You, you, you uh, tied it all up beautifully. Yeah but if, all if, right, if, if we, we say Mandela
1: play, effect The Mandela effect Is when you're confused About remembering things That are very similar uh, in a different way than what they really are. If that is the definition yeah. of the Mandela effect, then okay, it happens because you know we don't have enough capacity to remember everything in 100% uh, detail. But if the, the idea that somebody's going around and altering these tiny things yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is mental,
2: we have. I mean, we have a objectively terrible memory. Like there is the the mm. study about like uh, you see a car driving by and it was like in a crash and then you had to look away real quick. All right, what color was the car that crashed? And like no one mm-hmm. got it right. Like <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, Flash it memory is, inc- yeah, is incredibly unreliable. In fact, all memory is dog shit. Um, vast majority of the memories that you have are basically constructed from mono perceptions of bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the research into this is like uh, beyond the, what's it called? The fuck my English is me. You know what I mean. They did <laughs>
1: a little <laughs> um, research on cats recently, super switching topic, but on cats brain. <laughs> Recently. Oh yeah. And to all you dog-loving motherfuckers, cats absolutely do like their owner. They can remember who Obviously, their owner yeah. is. They have their own name. They understand when objects are moved around in a space. They don't think, you know, this box disappeared only because it's not where it previously found it. Yes. <laughs> yes, they have object permanence. Bravo. And they uh and they can absolutely be taught to uh, follow strict uh, disciplinary actions uh, But they just need to be taught In a different way Than, uh, than a suck up dog Would uh, would need mm. to be taught through
0: Based, beyond based Cat team, motherfucker Actually,
1: uh, Hakim, cat person or dog person?
0: I am, okay, look, I
1: am definitely a cat person, but Aha! I don't like dogs. Exactly uh, same. I love dogs. Yeah. I love dogs. Yeah. But if somebody gave me a gun and it was like, shoot this cat or shoot this dog, <laughs> I would shoot myself. That cat <laughs> okay. would be gone. Okay. I tell you what. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> you gave me a- I, I <laughs> shoot you, JT you with that dog.
2: fucking bullet. Yeah. bullet.
0: <laughs> what? Dude, yeah. J, JT has dogs, so he puts himself in that. I've dogs, yeah. I, I am, it's I'm like biased. an unknown cat versus the people, the the, the, the people, oh, Jesus, the, the animals that he sleeps <laughs> with, probably. Do yeah. you do that?
1: I thought oh, okay. you were a man of superior quality, yeah. but... It's okay. I. Here's the thing. Okay. I love
2: all animals. They're amazing. In a different life, I was like a, some kind of animal worker. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I am very, very allergic to cats, so I can't be around ah, them, which is okay. very sad. I was just going
0: to say, JT, I just imagined you as a... You know the... Um, you know when, you're like a, when there's like a kid's party and you want to bring like lizards for them to, to touch and you're yeah, the guy yeah, who wears yeah. the uh, short wears cargo the pants that are yeah. like the beige yeah. and the, the hat with the fucking puka shells around? Yeah. I imagined you as that. And the image is like – it's beautiful. Very exactly. wholesome, is <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I can imagine that. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah. I was going to say uh, – okay, personal question. When you take your dogs out for a walk and then they come back, do you wash their feet before you let them back into the house? It their depends. Feet, their paws, you know, yeah. Like if that. it's right. if
2: it's at all muddy or anything, yeah, they their paws get wiped down and stuff. Or if they stepped in anything, right. um, but especially if it's like if they're having allergies, if it's allergy season for the dogs, then yeah, wiping their paws down will help to combat the allergies. So there you go, tip all of right. the day for people who have dogs: wipe down their paws if they're know. having allergies.
0: I did not know they have allergies. That's kind of cute. Yep. Do they get like a runny like snout or something?
2: No, not really. They'll they'll sneeze. They will flap <laughs> their ears a lot like because their ears Aww. itch. Um, and sometimes if it's really bad, like they'll rub their face on the ground and things like that. And if they're doing that, mm. you might want to look into getting uh, some allergy medication for your dogs. Mm. They can take a Benadryl. Um, it is safe for them. Um, but... Check with your I check with your and
0: stuff. <laughs> I can't. I'm a human doctor. My <laughs> many apologies. <laughs> I can't comment. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, okay. Now, now to the next point. Um, the uh, title is Operation Unthinkable. This is something that yeah, most people should pro- have probably heard of. Um, so basically, after uh the uh, victory in the European th- theater in World War II, um, Nazi Germany was defeated, and uh, basically, um, the Western powers, the Allied powers that, aside from the Soviet Union, were like, you know what? Um, this is what we're gonna do. We are gonna invade the Soviet Union or like the Soviet area of, of um, operations right now, and then invade, like, uh, continue to, to to invade into the Soviet Union. Uh, we're gonna reorganize the Nazi military to fight for us. Uh, we might even bring in nukes. Um, and this was the brilliant idea of that fat fuck. What's his name? Winston um, Churchill. Churchill. Exactly right. By the way, it's not that he was fat. It's just it, it, there's more oomph when you say he's a fat fuck, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know who, uh, <laughs> there. There are plenty of people who are more more heavier-set gentlemen, but were beyond-based, okay? Yeah. Uh, but this guy is the pinnacle of the piece of, like, in, in piece-of-shit grading, he's, you know... A fat uh, fuck. Oh, wh- Bulldog-looking yeah, ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why does it matter that uh, the Indians are do- dying of famine? They breed like rabbits anyways. Yeah, Fucking God. piece of shit. He also um, called Mussolini the greatest living lawgiver
2: among men. He's not the best taste.
0: Uh, yeah, dude, he praised Hitler. The entire uh, the entire meme is that oh, you know, it's us fucking inbred fucking Anglo-Saxons that are the Yeah. <laughs> that are the fucking superior race, not the not those germanics. Um, it's yeah, uh, fucking crock of shit. Uh, anyways, it, it was his brainchild or brain diarrhea, more like. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the f- victory of the Labour Party in the forty-five uh, election, um, was basically the thing that chilled this plan. Uh, but if the if uh, he was brought in back into power, who knows where the fuck would have went? Um, basically World War Three. Uh, and they were planning on doing this by the way in July of, of nineteen forty-five. Yeah. So literally, like, um, a they few didn't waste weeks any after, time. Yeah, yeah, they, they basically um completely Stupid. And by the way, there are very um, what's it called? Uh, detailed plans that were developed for this and all that. Um, but uh, they also looked at the you know the sheer might of the uh, uh, of uh, the Soviet and like you know Soviet allied uh, military forces, uh, the ones that are built by the fucking you know actual you know uh, labor of. of, of uh, Uh, a liberated working class and uh, they're like, you know what? They're better than us in like every possible way, um, but we can take them. (laughs) (laughs) And, And when you look at like the actual like numbers of it, the only thing that the allied forces had more than the Soviets was strategic aircraft. Um, not even total aircraft, by the way, just a several strategic aircraft models that they had more. But when it comes to basically everything else, um, they, you know, were dog shit in comparison. And also with troop morale and also, uh, what's it called, um, troop experience, uh, they were not doing much better in that regard either. Uh, my favorite part of all this is um, Big Dick Zhukov, who was the, uh, again, this is another side tangent, but um, one of the greatest crimes of World War II history is the uh, complete uh, erasure of the uh, efforts of the Soviet Union, uh, the Soviet uh, military, like the Red Army, and particularly all the amazing uh, generals uh, and and, and strategists and tacticians that took part in this. I'm talking about Zhukov and Rokosovsky and all these other amazing um, people who basically have been scrubbed out of history just because, you know, the fucking, the Americans want all the, you know, the glory for themselves, despite the fact that the United States, for the most part, did very little um, towards the end of the war. Aside from, you know, lend-lease and whatnot, I mean... For when it comes to actual, uh, the stuff that kicked the teeth in of the German army, um, it was the, the Soviets. Anyways, um, the, as they were drawing up this stupid plan, this Operation Unthinkable, uh, Zhukov, who was basically the, the, one of the stars of the Red Army, um, and he was the one who personally took Berlin, um, incredibly talented, uh, general and strategist, but a very dog shit politician, <laughs> um, he was like, hmm, I don't trust these fucking, the, these, the Western allies. So he immediately ordered, um, Uh, what's it called, Uh, the redeployment of uh, forces that he had uh, in Poland uh, and basically prepared, uh, started setting them up for, uh, like, defense Um, and uh, the uh, what's it called Um, allies basically kind of saw this and they're like, hmm, um, we think that they might know about what the fuck we're trying to do Um, so that kind of also nipped it in the bud, Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, very interesting and this is another kind of aspect of uh, what do you call, uh, the Okay, actually, uh, I was going to take a dig at anarchists for a second, but my point isn't to take a dig at anarchists, but my point is kind of why you need a centralized state is at least early on in the revolution is because shit like this will happen most definitely if anything any large scale military maneuvers happen you're going to need to have a strongly centralized uh, state with a uh, interdependent economy that can mobilize massive amounts of basically people and material and whatnot to resist the united capitalist forces from invading and destroying you and imposing their will which is by the way the the actual letter of the fucking uh, operation imposing the will of the western allies on the soviet sphere of influence which is a very interesting way of saying yeah we're just gonna fucking kill all of you and yeah. take it all o- take everything over um but yes nothing but love for the anarchist comrades but it's just a point of a uh, theoretical difference um yes <laughs> <laughs> anything to add no beautiful nope. <laughs> well done all right this is one that i think everybody also knows about um it's uh, that tetris which is a game that everybody's fucking played uh, was a soviet game uh, it was made by um some uh, basically teenagers uh, in the Soviet Union uh, who were playing around with uh, at first um, Soviet computers uh, with programming and whatnot, um, and uh, then later on it was like to transfer over and onto IBM mach- machines, and then it was picked up by Amiga and then by Nintendo, and that's how most people learned of it. But originally it was a um, Soviet game, and the Soviet uh, and the, excuse me, the Tetris theme is not a Tetris theme; it is a uh, what's called folkson. Uh, I think it's Korobienki. I believe mm-hmm. is the is mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. folk song. Yeah. pretty cool um but there's nothing much more uh, nothing more to this one No, no a stressful miss- game
1: and you're missing so <laughs> much potential uh, git pro- propaganda here hey gamers the most depressed people on planet earth <laughs> uh you basically <laughs> exist thanks to uh random slavic commies so gaming originally would not have uh developed without uh Tetris without the first, let's call it difficult game. So uh, in in a way, you know, tap ourselves on the ba- on the back, Marxism nope. led, led to video yeah. gaming, and video gaming led to racism, so Marxism bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Beautifully said. By the way, no uh, no uh, Tetris, no Dark Souls. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're yeah. First. Oh. Um, if you're ever interested about why what the fuck Tetris even means, Tetris is, it comes from basically a compound of uh, Tetra, so four, and the... Um, uh, Um, what's it called, Uh, uh, programmer's favorite sport, which was tennis. So Tetra and tennis became Tetra's. Um. Huh. So hey, very interesting. Uh, it's imp- impressive for yeah. Um, <laughs> for the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey say what you will. Everybody knows the fucking name, right? And it sticks in your head. Yep. Right. And nothing else sounds even remotely similar. In fact, they did a very good job. And it kind of peel- uh, pulls back to the point that you makes a lot," and it's usually that communists make the best capitalists, right? They they always have the <laughs> best fucking the ad the, the ad slap the fucking what's it called the um impression gets stuck in your head
1: the visuals so, the everything everything. Yeah.
0: Anyways, <laughs> uh, the next thing, which is something I i don't know why it's on the list, but I guess it's interesting. Uh, it's titled um, CPUSA Endorsements, which if you're unaware, the Communist Party USA, there's many Communist Parties in the US which have like different fucking strings of letters. Uh, but uh, this is one of the old ones, the Communist Party USA. Um, it I'm not going to speak for it because maybe JTU would know better. Uh, but from my personal knowledge this party has basically been around for a while and has been infl- uh, infiltrated left, right, and center, and repressed, and all that kind of stuff, that basically it barely exists as a proper institution anymore. I think they have like a few thousand members, if even. Um, and the reason this is on, even on here is because uh, the CPUSA is very into um, supporting Democratic candidates with the usual, you know, lesser evilism oh, anything but Trump bullshit, which is, um, yeah, uh, not, the exa- not exactly the best political line. But there's not really much more to this one, unless JT has something to add. Um, just for a point of of its history,
2: yeah, it was the like the Communist Party. Um, it's been around for like over hundred years at this point. I actually joined it fairly recently, and I've been working with the international department. They're doing a uh, their first. <laughs> well now, I didn't mean to
0: be shitting all over your organization. <laughs> oh, no, I'm no, that's no, good. <laughs> it's,
2: like I'm, I, because I didn't know much about it either, um, and it's. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to be said about the the, the liberalism of like uh, the national branch, as far as I'm aware. And there was that cringe post that uh, that somebody made, like, um, oh, what was it? It was on Twitter about how, oh, it's everything rides on defeating Trump, and, and uh, from the you know official CPUSA account, I'm like, eh, that's a bad look. Um, but in my experience, like the the Texas branch is it's a uh, or. The two Texas branches I have experience with are, are mm. quite radical. Um, so that's mm. optimistic. And there's a lot of internal discussion that I don't know at what liberty I am to, to speak on it. But mm. it, it's, a, it's a point of discussion that the organization is, looks too friendly with the Democrats. And that's something that I hope will change.
0: And it seems like it's, it's going to. And of course, like with my opinions, uh, I'm not American. So they ba- basically don't count. So don't tell you, m- Yeah. My comments about the CPU, say, are just from the very little information that I have from the little exposure I've had to it. But I mean, again, you are, I'm not you American, are I'm not largely in correct in that it
2: was like a big, a pretty big thing at one point. It was infiltrated. Um, there was like a schism in it that basically killed it for for a long time. Um, so, yeah, all of that stuff is absolutely true. Uh, and it's still trying to find its legs again.
0: All right, well, all the best to our comrades in CPUSA. Um hopefully they will be the <laughs> the vanguard that brings down the uh the, that two-party nightmare that <laughs> inshallah. Um, inshallah. There we go. Um all right, now we're going to go into uh, another one which is nuclear war close calls, which is I mean, maybe we should do and make this an actual, like, own thing, maybe in the future, because there's so many of them, that's fairly interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, I'm actually wondering, should we do any of this right now? We'll save it. Mm. I think we can save it. Um, Yeah. The reason is because there's so many of them that relate to Soviet, uh, what's it called, like Soviet and American um, uh, like close calls, and they're always so stupid. Like, one of them is like, oh, um, some, what's it called, a machine that's supposed to detect if there are missiles heading their way, but it, like, got the light from the moon wrong so then it detected it as like 13 <laughs> soviet missiles yeah. coming towards iceland uh on other ones it's uh, like oh yeah some some guy in norway was firing off uh what's it called fireworks but it was detected as like oh american missiles come. it's always the stupid yeah. or like a computer error um it can be which, its own uh, episode
1: yeah. like there's so much there yeah, yeah, Save yeah. So, so i think sure. we'll leave it yeah, yeah
0: yeah but it's uh, it's interesting uh, we're gonna go into tier 3 and then we're just gonna like uh, blitz it because there's not that much that's very interesting here um, the first one is the Chomsky Foucault debate I don't—I never learned how to pronounce his name because yet again French is a waste of time um, but <laughs> oh my god if, <laughs> it's just always <laughs> oh <my> savage <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I, I say it like half jokingly but there's you know the reason I'm gonna stick to it now is because there was one guy who's probably listening to this right now I'm sorry this, but, but there's one guy who took it very seriously and he's like why why is French waste the time <laughs> could you please explain why French? I'm like no it just is there you go <laughs> did the program
1: mean absolutely everything they say especially in like exactly. a uh, funny matter yeah
0: no no exactly right take everything we say 100% seriously there's nothing that... anyways um, Always, so th- yeah. this is a, act like a debate yeah. yes <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Um, exactly right. Uh, pulling back on the point. Anyways, um, the this debate is basically a big – another new word I've learned from Americans, a nothing burger, which oh makes God. no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, uh, the <laughs> this is nothing. Nothing fucking happened. It's two dudes or hi- the most overrated fucking people to ever exist. Chomsky wrote one good, uh, two semi decent works. Uh, Foucault wrote basically nothing that's decent. Um, and the uh, what's it called? The entire uh, quote unquote debate was just basically both of them agreeing with each other. On, yeah. In, in, on but yeah, I was reading about realities. it. It was
2: supposed to be about human nature, and I was reading
0: their, yeah. the stuff that they said. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Even like you
2: just mm. <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, and then they talked nothing about human nature or almost nothing.
0: Yeah. The point, I guess the idea was, hey, um, is there because if there is some natural human, um, yeah, a human nature, then you can distill that somehow and then use it uh, or analysis of it to kind of see into what a post revolutionary, you know, like post capitalist uh uh, civilization would look like and how people would l- relate to each other and you know like and it gets into like this yeah. weird social criticism or just sociology um, which is f- kind of pointless because and they even admitted during the debates like there's, there's no point in doing this because we would never know until it happens but yeah so it was just a bunch of uh, academics uh, who are not very connected to any sort of movement um, jerking each other off about oh how fucking oh I've studied linguistics for 60 years and I'm also an asset of the US government mm. uh, and the other guy <laughs> guy is like yeah, yeah well <laughs> i haven't said a word about the algerian crisis but hey <laughs> i'm bald <laughs> so <laughs> um <laughs> I, i'm sorry but it's it's it had about as much substance as the Jizek peterson debate yeah. but the difference is that the jj peterson debate was actually entertaining to watch because he was just having fun and you know like just showing how stupid peterson was um Peterson is is wild. Have you guys seen the clip of him? uh, Somebody made an
2: edit. He was apparently talking about like a rat or something. Have you seen that? (laughs) That's amazing. The thing is, it's just chopped up. He's like, here's a rat and he sniffs. (laughs) <laughs> he, he, it, it, it's a, it's just a rat it, and then he goes like this he's like this and then he <laughs>
3: sniffs
0: <I've
3: seen> <laughs> dude, there's
0: cocaine dude, there's so many there's so many clips of him where it's either it's like him on a stupid podcast and he just he's like angry crying, crying yeah. for some reason and it's like I what the fuck is wrong with He me? was going through it whatever it is he's going yeah. through it <laughs> dude this guy this guy needs some fucking this guy needs some they them uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, some they them pussy. <laughs> yeah, is that okay to say? Is, is, that, <laughs> is that is that sexist? I I don't mean it that way, but what I mean is he needs some diversity in his life. That's what will sort him out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that's <laughs> uh, that's the, the the debate that nobody cares about. Moving on. Uh, this is actually very interesting. I think maybe. Uh, JT can take this one since it's a very big episode in American history. It's called The Battle Battle of uh, Blair Mountain. Most Americans listening to us, you're uh, you're probably at least slightly lefty, so you've maybe kind of heard this, but most Americans know dog shit about this. They don't know anything, despite the fact that it was the single largest uh, labor dispute, number one, single largest military action on American soil in which America, the American military targeted American citizens, uh, and what makes it even worse is many of these American citizens were former veterans themselves who were just trying to strike yeah. for, uh, what's it called, for a union membership. So please take it away, JT. Yeah, it's actually really
2: interesting, and if if it could be made into, like, a TV show and done yeah. well... That would be really cool to watch, um, because it's a fascinating period. But yeah, it's um, the largest labor uprising in U.S. history. Um, it was it was massive. I mean, like thousands of people. Um, but a bunch of union miners were were upset with their conditions, and the management of the coal companies were intent on bringing in non-union labor to replace these uh, these union coal miners because it's less expensive, obviously. Um, TLDR, some people said no, uh, got shot, and like 10,000 union miners marched to this town um, where they were in a, a pitched battle with the militia, and eventually the army came in and brought like literal bombers, and there were bombs dropped um, from these a handful of these planes, which were later used as evidence in a court case that um, got a lot of the, the Union miners uh, acquitted of charges of treason, um, which is it's – a, it's a really fascinating period. You don't really hear about these times when uh, the U.S. military uh, got involved in, in fighting their own citizens. Um, but a lot of the union coal miners, like Hakeem said, were uh, veterans themselves, and they and they basically refused to fire on U.S. military service members. So that was pretty much the end of it. Once the once the military came in, they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to shoot these people." They, uh, they put down their arms, hit them in the woods. Uh, archaeologists found them years later and were used. Uh, they were used to reconstruct the course of the battle and where they came from and stuff. It's a really fascinating story. Like they mm. commandeered trains to get there quicker. And it's a period that is not really done justice in American mm. uh, I why. history books. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. So it's, it's same with anything else. Like we don't hear about the move bombings. We don't hear about the Black Panthers. We don't hear about stuff like that because it's inconvenient. It's it's not good history for, uh, for the ruling class. But this was in all, it was a major victory for the um, management of coal companies because the, the union miners lost and membership tanked for a long time. Um, but eventually it did lead the way to um, rising union sentiment the, uh, the New Deal um, and the, the the rise of some more well-known unions like the Steelworkers Union uh, later. But at first, yeah, it was a major
0: blow uh, for coal miners. And two interesting bits just before we move on. First one is um, that uh, amongst the bombs that were thrown on the, prote- uh, the protests of the miners, uh, there was also um, uh, unused ordinance from World War One, which included yeah, gas. Um, gas, which is uh, yay, very fun. Um <laughs> And the second thing is one of the main organizers, or actually basically all the main organizers of this, were accused of fucking treason because they wanted to be unionized. Yeah. Right? They didn't want – Just. Yeah, anyways, they were acquitted later on because of the overwhelming evidence, right? Um, many of them were not. Some of the thing. leaders were, but many of them got, yeah. got jail time. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but the main people, because, you know, they're kind of the face of it. Yeah. yeah. But that's very interesting to, 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 to note. Very interesting episode of history, uh, just like, uh, JT said. All right, moving on. Uh, the next one is, uh, titled, um, German empire helped Lenin get back to Russia, which is again, a very, co- very well known about episode of history. Uh, I'm just going to give the quick TLDR of it. Um, basically, uh, after the, uh, what's it called? February revolution, the provisional government was like, Hey, yeah, all exiles, you can come back to Russia. And Lenin was, uh, you know, he needed, he needed his fix. <laughs> <laughs> he really <laughs> wanted to go back to 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 uh, Russia. He's been gone for many many years, um, and uh, the. Um they, were, they want to find a way of g- getting back but it was still, you know, World War I uh, and it was basically uh, there's no way of legally going through but um, there was an illegal way which kind of uh, meant um, that uh, Lenin would get on basically a sail train with uh, two German officers uh, in Zurich, so in Switzerland and it would cut entirely through the, uh, what's it called, um, the, the uh, German heartland uh, and then go up uh, by ferry into Sweden, all the way up through Sweden and then down through Finland into um, St. Petersburg afterwards, Petrograd. Um and that's the, the journey he took. And it's very the the instances of um Uh, or like the events on the train are very interesting some of them have been dramatized there are several soviet films on it uh there's a very good actually uh mixed like american german russian uh british uh production uh which is uh titled lenin the train um which is very very good i really like it um it has one stupid thing which it kind of plays on the nonsense which is completely unsubstantiated that lenin had an affair with um Armand, which was uh, one of the his fellow revolutionaries, it's completely uh, uh, what's called without basis. Um, but otherwise, it's a good movie, and it has like other parallel, interesting stories. Um uh, also by the way the, the train wasn't actually sealed they stopped in Frankfurt and uh, a bunch of uh, the people on the train some of the Russian radicals got off uh, these Bolsheviks they got off and most of them could speak uh, German as well uh, Lenin included and they started talking to the workers <laughs> in Germany because <laughs> 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 these people out. couldn't fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were like they couldn't, just stop, they couldn't just keep a, a, a cap on it uh, for fucking just one day right so they, they went just to stretch out their legs and then they gathered a small crowd um, that then became a much larger crowd and then the Germans were like hey hey, what the fuck, get back in the train, let's go. (laughs) So, yeah, Um, this is also covered in in the movie, which is uh, interesting. And there's several books also written on it, uh, if you're interested. Uh, But, yeah, Uh, it's a much bigger um, episode of, of, what's it called, of uh, history, and we can, you know, talk about it forever, but this is just a quick rundown. Yeah,
1: and it's uh, it's still very relevant today in Central, Eastern, and Southern Europe, because it's constantly used by reactionaries as an argument that uh, the Bolshevik Revolution – was innately a way to destabilize uh, the russian empire because it was sent by the now struggling germans uh, during world war 1 to uh, destabilize their uh, their foe obviously very unsubstantiated but i wanted to mention that it's it's extremely relevant today and you, it's a talking point that maybe i hear fifty percent of the time whenever I even bring up the the concept of communism in this part of the world. It's a big thing.
0: So yeah, that's uh, uh very interesting but also just like um Yukani said, a lot of reactions easy for stupid shit and all their opinions are unfounded. But yeah, that's a conversation for another day. The next entry on this is uh, Rage Against the Machine, which I don't think I'll even dignify with an answer. I think everybody knows what they are. They're a band that has some music that I guess is okay. I never really like their music. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry to say. Some of it has, like, some radical messages. They have a reading list that I checked out, uh, which has some decent works on it. So uh, they, I think they are genuinely radical. Um, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I have nothing to add unless you guys do.
2: No, they're just like, they're one of those bands that uh, conservatives will find out are political mm. every once in a while and just get super upset. Like, why'd you make it political? It's like, guys, they've been political their
1: entire Look at existence. their fucking name, bro. Like, what yeah. the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs>
0: No, no, they thought they, they thought they were libertarian guys, oh not not the good kind of libertarian. But yeah, <laughs> the next entry is Orwell's Homage to Catalonia, mm-hmm. which is a very thir- it's a thoroughly mediocre work by a snitch. I hate to tell you that that word is homage, and it is French. Okay, I don't care. Again, the <laughs> way JT, please. JT, please. What is say the sentence? French is
1: a waste of time
0: there you go thank you (laughs) how would you like your eggs
1: I would like them homage that's what homage
0: exactly yeah no exactly right you're thinking omelette
1: doux fromage I suck my dick I know (laughs) I I saw it coming from a mile away and I still let this motherfucker go there anyways
0: Orwell was a cop a snitch racist a rapist and just a generally piece of fucking shit so don't d- even dignify uh, your mouth your by uttering his shitty fucking name <laughs> uh, yeah he's a, he's absolutely he's everyone's father yeah, in the list that he would give into the secret police in Britain um, he would like write down next to the names of African Americans for example or like African people of African origin excuse me uh, and he'd be like oh um, uh, like racial subversive uh, or next to some other people who would be like possible homosexual question mark, mark. Like, he's yeah, one of those yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way the lists are online um, so yeah he's a piece of shit uh, and all his work has been basically subsidized and reprinted for the past fucking 70 years 80 years Um, by the CIA directly Um, this is uh, by the way this is a known truth it's not like a conspiracy theory everybody knows about this this isn't hard to verify Um, and this particular book he basically talks about his trip to um, join the internationalist uh, forces in in Spain uh, in which he basically talks about scratching his balls being bored being horny uh, and uh, some racist shit against Spaniards like oh they're so fucking lazy and they don't want to fucking work (laughs) and they don't want to you know it's just like this shit by the way dude you you were a, a cop in Burma uh, cracking skulls of of uh native people there, and then afterwards you're some bullshit writer that have never fu- the ink was wasted when it, when it per <laughs> it, it wept tears of fucking blood when it was you that was purchasing it you fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> roasted But yeah, some people like the narrative structure, like oh it's fun to read. There are far better books to read if you're interested. Uh, there are even far better diaries uh on the Spanish Civil War. One of my favorite parts, by the way, about the book, uh, if for people I haven't read it, is he goes and he shows up in Spain. And he's like, there's all these, like, political factions. I didn't know there were so many political factions. I'm like, you're in a civil war, my man. All right. What <laughs> the fuck? What, what do you? <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be the reds and the whites. Like, No, I, I will not dignify it with any more of an answer. <laughs> do you guys have anything to add? <laughs> no. Well said then the last two ones i think are these the last two ones okay oh shit there's oh fuck me all right there's there's a lot <laughs> yeah. more than i expected fuck me yeah you can <laughs> just see. pick like
1: uh, the three you like the most okay
0: uh mlk was a socialist i'm not gonna talk about it it's we already know mlk was a socialist he made a bunch of stuff it, one of the last things he was going to do is the march of basically poor people and a mixed uh, uh, racial thing so it was only blacks but blacks and whites and whatnot um so yeah everybody knows about this is nothing uh what's it called uh, controversial. The next thing is something called uh, Britney Spears socialism, which is two things. Um, number one, it is a post that she made on her Instagram, I think in 2020 or something, yeah. uh, in which she basically said, "Oh, during this time of isolation, it's a big uh, like paragraph, and one of the parts of it says, oh, we will need to feed each other, redistribute wealth, strike. Uh, we'll understand importance in places. We must stay community moves beyond walls. We can uh, like you know do this together.' Blah blah." blah. And it's something that she basically reposted, uh, and it you know the the part of like we'll redistribute wealth and strike and blah blah. That sounds kind kind of vaguely lefty so people just kind of ran with Britney Spears socialism kind uh-huh. of tongue in cheek there's Britney. even people fucking yeah, yeah exactly comrade Britney that's perfect,
1: that's perfect for us people think their favorite yeah. pop stars also like Britney and Pamela Anderson being uh, secret communists oh, is yeah. the <laughs> greatest thing that has happened to American socialism in the last 50 fucking years so uh yeah big, big success is there big success yeah. and also like the internalized sexism uh, I thought always that oh, Pamela is probably stupid no woman's fucking brilliant like she's very 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 smart if you listen to some of her interviews if you if you then research a bit of her life and all the horrible shit that she's been through and then like her having the not only the brains but also the the willingness to do something with the second half of her life and dedicate it to like progressive politics is is very cool and then Brittany we all know what the fuck's happening in Brittany's life Jesus fucking Christ
0: (laughs) and the what's it called the comments underneath the Instagram post are all like, oh, call me a queen. Oh my God, comrade Britney. <laughs> and my favorite thing is, there's a bunch of people who who don't get the joke, I guess. And they're like, oh, what about Vuvuzela? Oh, oh you fucking, God. you know, all that <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's cringe. And by the, this, this is one part. And then the, the second part of this is there's also a period. And I think you still sometimes see these images where it's like a quote from like Mao or Lenin or Marx or something, but it's a picture of oh, um, Britney. Britney Spears. And they have like a badly photoshopped like hat, like the the worker cap <laughs> yeah. on her or something, or like a red guard cap or some shit. Um, which is that's. You know, uh, that's kind of the that way. was my wallpaper
1: right. for like at least like five months, like communist Britney Spears <laughs> with the Soviet Union flag behind it. Back in uni, that was always very funny when people would look. It. <laughs>
0: Beautiful, um, Antonio Gramsci. We're not going to go into this. Basically, Italian theoretician, amazing. He was the one who came up with the concept of uh, culture hegemony. Um, this is something we're going to do our own episode on. The another another thing is Sino-Soviet split. Um, uh, this is way too big. We will definitely it's do an episode. My favorite type this. of ice cream. Um, <laughs> 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 shut up <laughs> oh that makes it hurt twice as bad oh, oh fuck just the uh, just a, like a very quick just two sentences on it the science of his play was the single worst thing yeah. aside from the collapse or the illegal dissolution of the Soviet Union was the single worst thing to happen to the global uh, communist movement um, big and, cringe uh, big cringe yeah alike. if you're interested in reading about this then you can have there's access to the quote unquote great debate um, and there'll be like, an you know, episode on it
1: for sure like.
0: yeah yeah, we're gonna do something, but that's the yeah. So so it was very horrible. Um, and that's about that. Uh, if 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 it didn't happen, then the Soviet Union most likely would have never uh, been illegally dissolved, and we would have seen an even further spread of uh socialist um like uh, what's it called political influence because yeah, all these different parties and movements would have gotten material and military support and whatnot. Um, also by the way, another sad aspect of this is that after the Sino Soviet split, there were several attempts to try to kind of reconnect, especially in the Brezhnev era. Um, but it just never fucking made it because of bullshit. But you, you read about it and you're like, why? Just fucking why? Uh, but yeah, anyways, um, that's number one. Uh, the next entry is Mussolini ex-socialist, which is fairly known. Um, but uh, there's two points to this. Number one, uh, there's a lot of these people who always want to harp on about how, ooh, how well-versed Mussolini was in Marxism. I've never seen anything to – I've read some of the bullshit that Mussolini has written. It doesn't seem like he was very well, well-versed in Marxism. Likewise, in the books where they claim uh, he is very well-versed in like the Marxist classics, they don't actually give any citation. They just say he is. Um, so I think this is just like a bullshit point to try to overemphasize some sort of socialist past, uh, number one. Number two, um, uh, he also had a- always been fascinated by Nietzsche and the concept of some sort of – part of superior person or ubermensch type of idea um and he was also super anti uh, egalitarian like throughout his entire existence so uh i question the veracity of him being a socialist just because he for example was against early on in his life it was against some fucking imperialist wars or some shit doesn't mean that you know there's plenty of people who are you know Uh, what's it called at least some flavor of discount Marxist I mean like trot or something that then go on to become neoconservative so this is not like super weird he Um, was a career
1: politician who uh, there you go at the beginning of his life uh, found socialism as a potential driver to achieve uh, uh, fame and then afterwards when that didn't go the way he wanted it to go found fascism as a as a better option but uh, never really principled in either i would argue even
0: yep uh, the next one is one that I, I don't even know why it's here. Uh, uh, Notch voted for the Pirate Party. <laughs> Notch is the guy who made Minecraft, and he yes, he votes for the fucking Pirate Party. Who gives a shit? All Fun right. fact, <laughs> uh, he
2: was one of the first patrons to my channel uh, way back what? in the day. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck,
1: bitch? Seriously? Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, but he's he's also a piece of shit, so it's not that great. <laughs> yeah but still hey uh, you got
0: it something. was
2: weird yeah he, like he sent me an email he was like hey this is this Marcus person I'm I'm not uh, I really like your stuff keep it up it's like oh that's kind of cool and then he turned out to be like a misogynist freak so oh well <laughs> got oof. him Big oof. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: moving on from that uh, operation paperclip everybody knows basically the US uh, got a whole bunch of Nazis after World War II and was like hey yeah um, you're scientists so uh, and you have all this research data from people you, you, you fucking tortured so yeah uh, come on live in, in, in Beverly Hills <laughs> yeah you you're gonna get uh, what's it called? A cozy house in fucking Maine, and you're gonna get a stipend, and uh, you'll be officially employed, and yeah, nobody able will uh, fucking persecute you. Uh, yeah.
1: Unlimited dose of, uh, sun- sino-soviet split ice cream. Like it's, it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and before some fucking smartass comes in, but it's like, oh, the Soviets did the same. No, the Soviets took Nazi scientists and put them in, like, science labor camps where they were basically <laughs> forced to fucking work, but they were also being punished for being horrible human beings, which is how it should have been done. Um, instead of, you know, basically, you know, getting them to join the political establishment of the US and become, like, core, a part of their different research facilities and whatnot. Um, uh, the next uh, entry, unless you guys have something to add. No. Alright, so I'm just gonna fucking knock these out uh, The next entry is uh, just zakat Zakat is one of the pillars of uh, Islam And it's the concept that uh, Every year you're supposed to give a part of your um, uh, Total uh, Assets, as, like basically your wealth uh, Tax on wealth Just um, so like a tithe yeah, kind of, but it's, it's 2.5% um, usually, uh, and not you, not everybody has to give it. It depends on your uh, wealth, right? Uh, okay. So if you're very poor, there's a bunch of other, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, factors that you don't meet, then you don't have to pay it. Uh, but if you do have to pay it, then you should pay it. And if it's in a proper like Islamic government, then there is a particular institution for this so you give the money to them and they're the ones who redistribute it amongst you know poor travelers uh etc there's a whole entire list of people who get it um but if you don't live in an islamic country or there's no system in place for this then you it's supposed to be something you do voluntarily um yeah and it can be from charity to like you know Basically, yeah, you charity, but should be two point five percent on wealth. Um, there's a lot more on it. The Wikipedia page is actually very decent on it. So Zakat, mm. Z-A-K-A-T, If you're interested, I heard that um, Z. Yes, mm. yes, American <laughs> Hakeem. No, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm hanging. I'm hanging out around you too much. Yes. Um, you know, that's something I never understood when when you do the A B C D song, uh-huh. right? I was uh, I, I learned it X Y Z. You huh. know. But uh, Americans say X Y Z, and I'm like, it doesn't. There's no end. There's no like blunt, you know, like whatever. <laughs> well, there's, um, you don't call T Ted, do you? Uh, you know what? I am too tired to <laughs> to rebut that point, but there must be some some failure in your logic. I just can't find it right now. <laughs> A bed um, said dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's uh, that, that sounds almost semitic. All right. Um, Did somebody so, say uh, semitic? Next, because I am anti. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck Oh, Jesus Christ I physically cannot be I'm a Semite myself Oh, before some fucking white guy In uh, New Jersey Is like Actually bleh. Fucking shut up uh, anyways, yeah, Actually uh, <laughs> Common quote no, By first you, people be. in
1: New Jersey Oh, yeah be. No, no You yeah, yeah, cool. always
0: have the the, the, you have these fucking stupid people who try to pretend like you know it's like a guy with purely European ancestry who will come to be and be like you're being anti-Semitic against me despite the fact that I'm critiquing Zionism, not being Jewish. Um, and yeah, it's just this I, bullshit. Know, I, know, who, I know, I know, I know, baby. Liberals in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> um, next entry is uh, a book of acts communism, which very interestingly, by the way, when you look this up on Google, the person who has this like um, saved is Grover Fur. Like his page comes up, which is very funny <laughs> to me. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, basically, it's Acts 2 to 4 and 5 in the New Testament, which kind of basically talks about believers having everything in common and then selling all their property and basically like some kind of uh, semi-communal, quote-unquote, communistic way of, uh, of living. Um, it is kind of interpreted out of context slash not interpreted correctly if you're going to... You know, be very strict about the the, the reading, um, especially when you compare the Greek to the English translation, etc., etc. et cetera. There's a whole thing about it. Um, so uh, – but it's pretty cool. So check it out, I guess. And it's a good uh, way to it. open
2: up a conversation about it with your evangelical parents because they don't know the difference yeah. between the Greek and the English. Yeah, so, uh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but it is it is, it is definitely uh, another tool in the in the, in the belt. Um, and now finally, the fucking last thing uh, <laughs> is Bernie Sanders anti-23 deodorants comments, which is a mouthful, but it's very interesting. <laughs> the only source that I can find that actually reproduces the entire quote is one of these fucking free market, oh, reason.com fucking websites. I, I that love that own. website.
1: I love that website. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> it's my favorite fucking website. Whenever I'm bored, I just buy some sandwich key and I open this fucking website. Dude, this, this is like Netflix on steroids. They come up with... The- yeah. Greatest fucking lines ever Ever So yes please inform us yeah. What is Bernie Sanders Don't need 23 choices of deodorant 18 choices of sneakers <laughs> When kids are going hungry Oh actually great critique of uh, overproduction You yeah.
0: Look, actually, yeah, yeah, I'll get into it. It's actually, he makes a good point, but two things. Number one, I've always noticed this when they use pictures of Bernie. They want to use the most, I hate to use this word, but quote-unquote, most Jewy, quote-unquote, <laughs> picture of him, which is so fucking, like, we want to talk about being anti-Semitic. This is anti-Semitic. I've never understood, like, the guy clearly, like, he's an old man, so he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know his angles, I don't think, right? <laughs> so, but uh, the but my, my favorite thing is that they use the, the worst possible picture of him. And then they put it twice. They have one which is like low res and blown out, and then one which is very small in the corner. I don't know why, um, huh. but yeah, it's uh, again it always feels very racist that they do it, uh, which is probably intentional. Most of these people are uh, generally anti-Semitic. Uh,
1: they you say see that it he works channel- Hakim.
0: he's like, man, this guy looks too much like a fucking Jew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that's their usage. By the way, I've used, ma- it's I, a I, I've joke. seen you, you, uh, yep. you've seen the old four chan meme where it's course, uh, again a very course, racist of depiction yeah, 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 of a yes. of a Jewish man. With with... with his hands together Mm. and they've I've seen the same picture this image of of Bernie but they kind of edited it over Yeah, and this was a thing that you'd seen like 2015 or something yeah which is, that's why I, I meant, but anyways, yeah, liberals in the walls aside, uh, this author is like, oh, uh, Bernie Sanders represents everything wrong with a populist redistributionist left, channeling his inner Hugo Chavez, he said, <laughs> and now I'm quoting Bernie, you can't just continue growth for the sake of growth in a world in which we are struggling with climate change and all kinds of environmental problems. You don't necessarily need a choice of 23 underarm spray deodorants, or of 18 different pairs of sneakers when children are hungry in this country. I don't think the media appreciates the kind of stress that ordinary Americans are working on, which is fundamentally a very good critique it's like yeah, yeah it can be deepened obviously but he's giving this off the cuff in like an interview and he's like 300 years old so it's very well <laughs> done to him and my favorite part my my, my my uh favorite part about all of this what's it called uh, the, the, the entire fucking article is him being like oh but what about mm, Vuvuzela and I'm like yeah. oh my god you <laughs> fucking people there. have one argument you fucking have one a- uh, I mean, oh and by the, way, Com, by the way man it's yeah. no 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 by the way he's like oh Sandra's expected to have a big symbolic campaign event in Burlington uh, with Ben and Jerry's the Vermont ice cream company owned by socialists <laughs> <laughs> handing out free ice cream let's hope they've limited it to one choice in order to supply Vermont's hungry children too or something I'm like you uh, fucking people there's
1: literally yeah. not one Oh, he's yeah. saying you fucking monkeys man yeah okay oh, yeah.
0: yeah. and also by the way they complain it's like oh tiny homes in las vegas uh were demolished over code violations and i was like oh why why can't you demolish these you know I'm 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 done I'm done. Dude, <laughs> fucking libertarians. American libertarians make me uh, stop believing that human beings are intelligent species. Yeah. Same. Um,
1: they're, they're arguably more cringe than even fascists, man. It's 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 yeah, it's genuinely fucking yeah, genuinely.
0: wild. Like, well, their debates uh, always like, devolve
2: into "I have the right to sell my child." God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> oh
0: my god! The only right they have is <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't make me believe it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fuck. And with that said, um, this has been a very long and messy episode. I'm so <laughs> I'm so sorry to JT for having to edit yeah, this, thanks. and I'm sorry as well to our to our audience, uh, which which had to put up with this. Please let us know that that this was fun and worth it. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll do the more <laughs> harsher tears big... next time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we can do that, and uh, we promise it will be slightly, just ever so slightly, two like percent more organized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, not on every episode can. can be yeah, not every episode can be a Yemen episode. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> a very big thank you to all the patrons uh, who gave us feedback on the two past episodes uh, and who continue to help us with um, you know just everything that we do. Of course, without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, so, big thank you to all of you. We love you eternally. So, big smooches. <mwah. laughs> yeah. JT, come on. I said moi. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> See, I just want you to give them an extra because they, they they crave your attention. They yearn oh. for it. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said this has been <laughs> a deep program I'm Hakim. I'm JT
1: and I'm Yugopnik uh, eat your uh, Sino-Soviet <laughs> ice cream <laughs> <laughs>